Hey, Becky. Hello. Hi. Hi, what's up? Um, so, <laughs> I, uh, I want to share this TikTok with you. Okay. Um, you know I'm not from, a TikToker. You are not, but you're really going to appreciate this. <laughs> okay. Um, the TikToker is Mr. Hamilton. And here we go. Okay. Hey there, Delilah. What's it like there in Rack City? You got tens and tens and twenties raining down upon them titties. Yes, you do. Raining on them titties in that booty too. Oh yes, you. Hey there. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on them t- I don't know that. Wow, like plain white tees. Plain white tees. Like I know it's like them. But the idea of them saying the word titties is just like, it does not compute. (laughs) It's the remix we never knew we needed. Oh, I love it. They need to put that on like mainstream radio. Yeah, they do. It was a really great song. I was like just mindlessly scrolling uh, and that came up and I was like, what the fuck? And I could not stop laughing. And now it's stuck in my head because it was a really good, a really good TikTok. Uh, so thanks for the laughs, Mr. Hamilton. Mr. Because Hamilton. That was, that was much needed uh, and made me very happy. Oh, wait, you know what? I actually do know something. So I was mindlessly scrolling through my phone um, this morning and I found this account that I am now in love with um, that the goddess herself, Chrissy Teigen, um, posted about do you follow chrissy teigen on i do not but i'm hoping it's an animal of some kind no it's not um so it is it's jt first men i don't know jt first man that's him on instagram and he does these like weird impressions of like weird shit and i don't know why but this made me fucking crack up so this is um this is his impression of banana Hi, bread. Um, are you sitting down? I have some exciting news. Oh, wait, no. I fucked that up. It, no, I'm sorry. It's his impression of banana bread's publicist. Okay. Okay, sorry. Let me, let me, uh, Terry, cut that out. <laughs> um, are you sitting down? I have some exciting news. How would you like to be Time Magazine's person of the fucking year yes yes we did it we did it bitch the plan fucking worked it worked i said it i said it this is your year and we did it we got everyone home we got them a bunch of fucking rotted bananas and they just went off. they went off bitch <laughs> you're the most fucking famous person alive the gays are fucking dead for you the streets are living for you we did it we did it we're fucking rich we're set for fucking life i well, they're trying to get me to represent pumpkin pie right now. I'm like, bitch, come back in four months. Like, I'm not doing shit for you right now. <laughs> oh, um, my God. I love you. I love you. I love you. Don't take other meetings. Don't take other meetings. Remember who's been with you from the beginning. I love you. Go celebrate. Go have a drink. And just take the moment in. You fucking did it. We did it. I love you. I love I don't know why, but, like, because I... <laughs> I've made so much banana bread during. The- I feel like everybody has been making banana bread. Exactly because, like, I, so a banana is always what I would eat like on the go in the morning. I get like a granola bar, a fucking banana, <laughs> and now out of habit, I'm just like fucking still buying bananas, and they all get like nasty. And of course, it's the only thing you can do with bananas when they get like that. 
So I, I have ima- a banana bread story for you. I just imagine banana bread having a fucking publicist and be like, yes, it worked. <laughs> the quarantine worked. Oh my God. We've tricked everyone into loving banana bread. He does like these impressions of like concepts like that. And there's... Yeah so funny they're like so that's great they're so wholesome and like hilarious (laughs) so um one of our friends made banana bread for us um and dropped it off at the house and like joey abhors bananas he will not eat them he does not like them he thinks they taste like shit even in bread whatever even in bread form he cannot stand the taste of banana if it's banana flavored anything he will not eat it okay so we set the bread down and i'm like uh, so and so made us banana bread, and he's like, "Oh, okay." Uh, and he gets a knife and cuts off a big hunk and eats it. And I'm just watching him in horror for a You're moment. Like, oh because, my god, what's gonna happen next? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "Oh my god, what the fuck?" And I was like, "What?" And he was like, "It's banana." And I was like, "Yes, no, it's no fucking bread. shit, it's banana bread." And he's like, "Well." I mean, I didn't think it was going to actually taste like banana. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, there is, like, and, and, like, mushy bananas taste even more banana-y. Like, that shit is going to be rank with bananas. Yep. And it was just, like, just watching the realization on his face, we were all dying as he's, like, sputtering it out of his mouth because he can't stand the taste. Well, Joey, far be it from me to, you know, assume that banana bread has fucking bananas in it. <laughs> right. Who'd have fucking thought? Who'd have thought? Speaking of Joey, um, he corrected me. Oh. Uh, so I actually do have a correction. Um, he texted me when he was at work. He's like, I'm listening to your podcast on the 11th episode, which was the uh, question and answer episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about, like things that happened in our hometown. That was one of the questions was like, what's the craziest thing that happened in your hometown? Um, and I totally blanked and couldn't think of anything. So he la- gave me a list of everything that I fucked up and forgot. <laughs> so um, there was a dude shoved in a barrel dead and put in the river. Um, oh, fuck. And- okay. That's like a significant one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, these are all very significant. I was like, wow, I am a fucking airhead and totally blanked. Um, so yeah, so he uh, he was shoved in a barrel um, and shot, like killed, and then they let him float down in the barrel and they found the body in the barrel um, a couple miles down in a different town. Shit, can you imagine just like opening a barrel and like, hello? Yeah, yeah, like, oh, well, that was not what I was expecting today, but... Damn. Um... There was a shooting, uh, like, a mile from my house, um, in a gun shop that was, like, it was, like, a sportsman shop, and the guy went in and shot the guy. Um, there was a murder-suicide in my backyard. Okay, you just, in your backyard? You just forgot well, that? Like, no, I mean, like, my neighborhood, like... Like, so like very that. close. I'm very, I'm shocked that I'm you, saying like I could see the house from my house. Yeah, I'm shocked that like so, you, you forgot these. Um, because there so was morbid. yeah, yep. And then there was um, uh, there's a glass company called Ferguson's, um, and 
It was owned by the Ferguson family, and, like, the son, he was, like, older, but uh, went in and killed his aunt and his sister or his aunt and his mom or something, just shot them in cold blood and left. Shit. Um, and then there was a hunter that was shot in a tree stand during hunting season, and they never caught the guy who shot him. Damn. So I was oh. like, oh, yeah, shit. I literally was like, oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> that's what I said back to him. So he so. corrected you, like, tenfold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, what the fuck? Like, how did you forget all this crazy shit that's happened in our town? Um, but yeah, I mean, in general, there's more than that. Like, I know there's more than that, but those are the ones that, like, he remembered and that I can remember. Um, and I think the one I didn't want to bring up because it's still fairly fresh and, like, uh, I feel bad for the family and it's just very, very sad situation, so... Um, but yeah, so that happened. Uh, yeah, so no big deal. Um, Rachel just forgot, like, 30 strange deaths in her own, yep. in her own hometown. Yep, totally, totally normal. But, I mean, okay, you know me pretty well, and you know how my brain works, and I have the attention span of a fucking fruit fly or a goldfish. <laughs> you do. So, like, <laughs> me forgetting that stuff is really not that shocking, because I can't remember what I ate for breakfast, so <laughs> but Just usually like in terms of like things that are um like spooky and stuff usually that shit glues in your brain pretty well oh yeah oh yeah for sure for sure I don't, I really truly like whenever he texts me I was like holy shit you're like I really yeah. forgot all that so yeah there was lots of bad shit that happened in my town I love those stories, though. I I just I just told you, but I found out that um, my one of my friends went to high school with Jeffrey Dahmer, and I'm like, oh my god, tell me everything. Yeah, that is like phenomenal, and I can't wait for you to get all the deets. Because... I will get her to tell me everything. Yeah, yeah, I need to know. I do as well. Like, I just want to know. Oh my god, like how crazy would it be to like know a serial killer before they became a serial killer? Well, we've, isn't there, like, some weird, stupid statistic that's probably not an actual statistic oh, and someone yes. just made it a meme, but it's, like, you encounter 12 serial killers in your life and you don't know? Yes, I actually just saw that meme, like, I want to say in, like, yesterday, and I was like, I, fuck. I would like to actually see research on that. I would do, but, you know. But it was probably just some kid that was like, let's say you encounter a bunch of serial killers all the time. Or, yeah, it's probably just some weird, like, statistic or something. It's like, like the one that went around, like, if you uh, put your phone in the microwave, it'll charge. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, like, <laughs> they probably figured it out, like, in the world, there ha- there are estimated to be, like, this many serial killers. I don't know. They probably just found it out some, like, stupid way. Or some kid made it up in his bedroom. Yeah, that could so, be too. Either way. Um, yeah. So. Well, are you going to tell me a story? I am going to tell you a story. Okay, um, I'm excited. I just want to preface this. So I, uh, animal abuse is a really big trigger for me. Um, and when I say trigger, I mean, like, I actually, um, go into like full panic attacks and stuff. Um, so I was listening to the, my favorite murder episode about, uh, Luca, I can't say it. Magnata. Oh, okay. Um, a while ago I was in the car, uh, driving and they were talking about don't fuck with cats. And then they started talking about him. Yeah. Um, 
and literally, I think I can't watch was, that. Like, I don't yeah. want I Like, I just don't want to watch it. I Joey tried and, like, within the first few minutes, I was like, I can't do this. So, but I think it was, I think it was Georgia that was talking about it, but she literally, maybe it was Karen, I can't remember because it was a while ago I listened, but she had just literally briefly mentioned what he did to the the cats and I went into like full panic attack, had to pull over, couldn't breathe, was like crying and hyperventilating and like, she didn't even get into detail. Like she literally just basic, like baseline said what happened. Um... Yeah, it's so. super weird. Like, I can I can listen to, like, podcasts, watch, like, documentaries and stuff about, like, humans. And that doesn't mean that, I, at first, like, animals, that's, like, a different, that's a different They're weapon. helpless. They're, and they don't yeah. understand what's going on. And, like, so I struggle with it. Like, I can't watch movies. Like, I can, but, like, I have to look away when they kill an animal. Like, it's very hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I the reason I bring that up is because... There is a dead animal in this, um, and I just wanted to give a heads up in case anybody has that kind of um, issue with that kind of content or, like, that might trigger some kind of emotional thing within them or a panic attack. So that's why I bring it up. Um, I was actually okay with this one because of the situation um, and what happened that led to the animal death, Um, but just a heads up in case you cannot tolerate that. Here is your chance to end the episode and skip really far ahead. So, okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Kevin Butler adored his cockatoo, Bird. Bird was lovingly named after basketball legend Larry Bird. In the town of Pleasant Grove, Texas, Kevin Butler owned a swimming pool company and lived happily with his beloved pet, Bird. I find it hilarious that it's a bird named Bird. I, I do too, but it's not because it's a bird. It's because of a person named Larry Bird. <laughs> exactly. So when I first read this, they just said, they kept saying Bird. And I was like, God, that's just so unoriginal. Can you like say the cockatoo's name? And then I realized, oh no, that is the cockatoo's name. And I was like, well, that's even more unoriginal. Who would name their bird, Bird? Like, let's name our dog, Dog, you know? Um, but then but I it's kept like, reading. It's a dog named after Snoop Dogg. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I kept reading and I was like, oh my god, that's actually super precious. And now I get it. So, yeah, that's, that's really cute. I respect that. Yeah. So they uh, they lived uh, in Pleasant Grove, Texas, and Kevin owned a swimming pool company. Uh, on Christmas Day 2001, Kevin was invited to his friend Michael DiNardo's house for dinner. Kevin never showed for dinner, and Michael grew concerned and decided to check on him. When he arrived, the front door of the house was open, all of the lights were on, and his truck was gone. Michael went inside and discovered his lifeless, Kevin's lifeless body in his living room. Kevin had been bound. He had suffered a brutal beating. Oh. had been stabbed in the chest and abdomen. Oh. His, his throat had been slashed. Uh, Michael described the, the scene as seeing his friend tied up like a slaughtered pig with his hands bound behind his back a big hole in the side of his head, and multiple stab and slash wounds on his body. Oh my god! (laughs) Damn! Uh, The 18-inch white cockatoo was also found dead in the home. He had been stabbed with a fork, and feathers were scattered throughout the home. The bird's beak was bloody, and his claws were bloody too. The police collected evidence from the scene. Four knives were found there. One was found under Kevin's body. Another was found in the living room near his body. 
One was in the kitchen, and one was outside. Blood had been left on a light switch, and there had been a violent fight in the living room, so things were scattered everywhere. Excuse me? The detectives realized that the blood on the bird might help them solve the case. Cockatoos bond with their owners, like mates, and will protect them at all costs. They're part of the parrot family, and they're very intelligent, affectionate, and have boisterous personalities. So it was likely that the bird had died trying to defend the person he loved the most, which was Kevin. So this fucked me up. (laughs) Um, Because I'm just imagining Bird watching Kevin be attacked, and he's panicking and freaking out and attacking whoever's, you know, hurting his owner. Uh And it's just like... We don't deserve animals. We really don't. No, seriously. Like, aww. Yeah. So, very heartbreaking. Um, the bodies of both Kevin and Bird were taken to the Dallas County Medical Examiner's Office. And uh, they obtained DNA from his beak and from his claws um, and ran DNA tests. The DNA led them to Daniel Torres. Torres's DNA was found on Bird and on a light switch in Butler's home. It was also found on two of the knife handles. So this is a little bit about who Torres is and why he would have done this. Uh, Johnny Cerna is Torres's half-brother, and he had been an employee of Kevin at his pool company. There are conflicting reports as to whether or not Torres was also an employee of the pool company. Some of them... It's, it's weird. It's actually hard to find information on this because they just very much focus on Daniel Torres and not on Johnny Cerna. Um, and a lot of the uh, accounts say that it's Torres who was the uh, employee. But I actually went and found the court dockets of a couple appeals by Johnny Cerna um, and the original one from Daniel Torres's case. Uh, and from what I can understand, Johnny Cerna was the employee, not Daniel Torres. Hmm, okay. Um. Kevin and Cerna had a falling out due to Cerna altering a check that Kevin had given him to pay for an above-ground pool liner. The check had been paid to Cerna in the amount of $30. Cerna altered the check to read 300 and cashed it. Oh. Um, it's important to point out that Cerna and Torres lived a block away from Butler. Hmm, okay. And uh, whenever you read some of the cases like some of the cases it'll explain why they decided to go to his house to settle the dispute some of them claim that kevin flipped him off as he was driving past his house and that pissed cerna off and it pissed torres off so they decided to go and confront him um my god if i got like murdered for every person i flipped off i'd be dead like 300 times i'd have been dead a long time ago yeah (laughs) Okay, um, so that little bit of an overreaction, but all right. Yeah, and especially because Cerno's the one who fucked with Kevin, you know? Right, like, Kevin kind of had a right to flip you off if not get you arrested. Yeah, so, um, you know, some of the stuff, it's, it's a little sketchy, like, at best with the reports. Yeah. So uh, they'd gone to Kevin's house that night to settle the dispute. Cerna and Torres denied any involvement in the crime until DNA proved that Torres was there. Cerna, when faced with the evidence, confessed that his half-brother had slashed Kevin's throat while he searched the house for valuables. The duo took his truck, a video cassette recorder, and $1,200 in cash. 
As Torres was attacking and stabbing Kevin, Bird tried desperately to protect him by clawing and pecking at his head. In a confession, Torres said that he had stabbed the bird with a fork because it wouldn't stop pecking him all over his head. It continually attacked him throughout the home until it died. When they left the home, Torres touched a wound on his head from the bird, uh, just sort of like, what the fuck, you know, like feeling where he was bleeding. And he touched the light switch on his way out. Okay. So the DNA obtained from Bird helped to seal the fate of Daniel Torres and Johnny Serna. During the trial, Torres backpedaled and denied any involvement in harming Kevin. He admitted to going to the victim's house, but said he did so to check on Serna because he threatened to harm Kevin. Torres said that when he arrived at the house, Serna was in a drunken rage and the victim was on the floor, his arms and legs bound with electrical cord. Torres testified that he cut his hand, wrestling a knife from Serna, who was jabbing Butler with it. He said he took the victim's truck because he was scared and wanted to get away from the scene. That's Mm -hmm. all total bullshit. Mm -hmm. Sure, Jan. Yeah, that's just him trying to save his skin and cover his ass. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's I took his truck just... because I was so scared. <laughs> yeah, like, and honestly, like, Serna's story is way more believable. Um, And if you go in and read his appeal and everything, like, it makes way more sense um, than anything Torres said. Oh, that's got to be a bitch for Torres. Torres is like, I tried to, like, I tried to lie our way out of this, but I guess- right. He- he really wasn't protecting Serna, though. Not at all. He was throwing Serna under the fucking Completely bus. Completely under the bus, yeah. And it's his half-brother, too. Damn. Okay. So, Ooh, like, this- Christmas awkward. This whole thing is fucked, because apparently, like I said, they were sitting on their porch, but they were drinking heavily whenever Butler came past and, like, flipped him the finger. Mm-hmm. And I think that they hyped each other up to go and, like, fuck him up, and it just got out of hand. Um. Mm-hmm. Either way, not fucking cool. No. Uh, So, (laughs) prosecutors did not seek the death penalty, so Torres was given an automatic life sentence. He'll be eligible for parole in 2043. Uh, And Cerna was also given a life sentence. He has appealed that, um, and I did read some of the appeal, um, but I think it was upheld. Like, why the fuck did, like, why does he even get the option, the other one even get the option of parole, though? Like... Yeah. That was clearly premeditated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God damn so, fucking criminal justice system. Yep. Yep. And I don't know if that's Texas or, you know, what, what the deal is, but that's... That oh, is well, shit. Case. Texas. I'm surprised they didn't just give him, like, a pat on the back. Until- right, yeah. <laughs> so fucked up. Wow. Um, so, Butler's family said that he loved animals and often adopted strays and pets that his friend could not keep. Uh, They said it was fitting that the bird would help police solve the crime. Kevin's sister, Kathy Butler, stated, All of his animals were strays. He treated his pets with love, and in doing so, his pets loved him back, and that was certainly the case here. Kevin had actually obtained bird from a friend who was moving and couldn't care for him anymore. So, So yeah. How did they, what was the DNA, like, found on the bird? It was it was Torres's DNA on the bird. Torres's DNA on the bird. Okay, because oh. <laughs> because Bird was attacking him right as he was killing uh Kevin. Yeah, so he like swatted him like he swatted the bird. He tried yeah to, like touched it somehow. I don't know if you've ever been attacked by a bird. 
Oh, um, well, on his beak, I guess, if he's, like, yeah. really digging away. <laughs> yeah, that's I have been attacked by a rooster, and it is not a good time. Um, <laughs> that's where my irrational fear of chickens came from. So, um... That's the first yeah. time that a cock has ever attacked Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. usually <laughs> the other way around. What? Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, yes, but you've been so, inside too long. That's, yeah, yeah, that's quarantine, yeah. baby. <laughs> that's quarantine, baby, and the finger guns. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so the the bird, you know, was attacking his head, and that's yeah. how the and it, with his claws and his beak, and that's how so they found he had the it, DNA like, underneath his little bird hand, fingernail, yeah. claw things. Oh, yeah, that is like so, that is so like that's the sweetest thing like he was trying mm-hmm. to defend like animals are so fucking loyal i swear they're so pure we just we do not deserve them and this just continued to prove that damn that is so, a crazy story yeah so it was kind of short because like i said there really wasn't that much information i had to do like a deep dive to find some of this shit um like and actually find case files and shit on the you know, oh, yeah, you look the... up, like fucking court dockets. Yeah, <laughs> um, because everything you see is just like a bird helped solve a crime with DNA on its beak, and that's all you can find. Um, I wonder how early... they even thought to test the bird. Like, well, I think because it was a white cockatoo, you could probably see blood. Oh, it was uh, for some reason I was imagining it like bright green or something. I don't know. Yeah, no, white and like they probably saw blood on him and like. So if you, some of the articles, like the investigators are like, uh, we knew that we knew something happened when we found the dead bird and the bird was speaking to us essentially, because why would the bird be dead if it wasn't attacking someone? Yeah, that's true. Like, why would they even, why would they be messing with the bird at all? Yeah, exactly. So like, they just kind of put two and two together and then they knew that, uh, cockatoos are very protective um so like they just kind of put two and two together and realized like okay that dna is probably from whoever was attacking his owner so i swear to god if i ever get attacked and these fucking cats don't defend my honor i'm gonna be pissed my dogs don't give a fuck you know what you know what like literally my dogs would do if someone hurt me what (laughs) probably walk up to the person hurting me and like beg for pets like that's (laughs) The only thing, bear of all dogs, my, my Pomeranian, which is technically Joey's Pomeranian, um, I can sit there and like pretend hit Joey and he doesn't do anything. Joey can pretend hit me and he doesn't do anything. But as soon as I kiss Joey or I hug Joey, he starts flipping shit. <laughs> like, that's my daddy. Don't do that. No. Like, he freaks out and he'll just sit there and bark and bark and bark until we pick him up. Oh, little bear. He's an asshole. got some kind of weird crush on your dad. Yeah, yeah. He's just, he's a fucking weirdo. But, like, if Joey, if Joey, like, hugged you, like, bear would nope. give a shit. He cares. He flips out, just like, that's my attention. What are you doing? Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. You little like, asshole. Like, we can't, we can't be affectionate in front of him because he flips shit. I actually had, I had a, uh, I'm trying to remember which little cousin I had that did that when his parents like, when his parents would, like, kiss or hug, like, he'd get pissed at the dad yeah. for hugging his mom. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. And it's, like, you're a fucking dog. Why do you have that, like, that mentality, I guess. But he does. So. Little bear. How's, how's little one-eyed Google? 
She is doing really good. Um, her eye is healing. Well, her lack of eye is healing. Um, and she doesn't have an infection anymore. And uh, she's been really happy and running around. Um, and not really slowing down at all. I have ordered a pirate ship for the pool. Yay! Uh, because I want to put her in a pirate ship and float her in the pool. <laughs> um, And I'm not kidding about that eye patch. Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to get an eye patch, and it's going to be great. Um, so she's going to be the, the good pirate Goog. Um, it's going to be a great time. She's no worse for the wear, poor baby. No, nope. She She's just going to be even more adorable. I just keep looking at her, I'm like, how are you still so fucking cute? <laughs> so. Oh, I, I mean, I think one I I've never seen a one-eyed dog except for Google, but I think one-eyed cats are, like, so adorable. I just love Ant. Like, there was that, that cat that had four ears. Was it in Pittsburgh? And they named it Batman. <laughs> I wanted that cat so bad. I love animals that have, I mean, I love all animals. We've established this. But, like, you know, little misfit animals. Yeah, like little bub. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God, little bub. Little bub is so cute. Little bub was the best. Little I bub so- was, like, my- that's, like, what I imagine I would be. If I were an animal, just kind of like a derpy little cutest thing in the world. Little Bub was precious. We didn't deserve that cat. Nope. I just, mm, I I honestly probably follow more animals on Instagram and Facebook than I do people. (laughs) That's fine. It's it's better that way. Yeah, it's less drama um, and just more cute content all the fucking time. Uh, But yeah, little, little Bub and then, um... Is Wilfred the one that has, like, it looks really goofy, like, it's it's got a really bad underbite? Um, and they I don't know, do... I don't, fa- is this the cat? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Wilfred. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. They always do videos like, what the fuck, that weird cat's in the yard again! And oh like, dear. But I love it. I think that it's very haunting and adorable. Wait, what am I? I just started following, um... Oh shit! Oh, there we go. Ron Swan Cat. What? Yep, the like little uh. So it's Ron Swan Cat. That's the like Instagram handle. And then um, in the when you go to the profile, his like name is Ron Swanson, the Scottish Fold, and it says, "I am a mustached kitty that makes funny faces." And it's like, it's like based after uh Ron Swanson. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god, I just found it. I just found it. I just found it. I just started following that cat. <laughs> yes. This is appropriate. Oh my oh, god. So I love awesome. it. I know. Oh, there's another cat. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Oh, and uh, Pizza yeah. Toru? Who is it? Pizza Toru? No. Um, Literally pizza and then T-O-R-U. It's like a little, I don't know what it is, like a little wombat thing. Oh my god! Yeah. It's a bush baby. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, bush, oh, duh, it's right there, yeah. Oh my god, it's so cute. I know, isn't he like, he's he's like so ridiculously like weird looking but adorable. Oh my god, I love him. Yeah, I follow a lot of possums and raccoons. (laughs) Um, A couple foxes. Uh... If you're not following the dog Tatum, you should. Tatum? Okay. Tatum. 
I don't remember. Um, Tatum, maybe? Nope, that's not it. It's on TikTok, but I know he has social media, too. Oh, hi, this is Tatum. Hi, this is Tatum. Yep. And his uh, his dad does funny voices for him. Oh, he's a cutie. He's a, he's a very sweet dog. You need to listen to Tatum. Um, so yeah, please <laughs> follow all these adorable fucking animals. Yes, and tell us what adorable animals you like to follow. Yes, because it's what's going to get us through. Um, this one other, I listened to this podcast called Acquired Taste, uh, An Acquired Taste, and mm-hmm. one of the hosts, her name is Bethany, um, she's Ms. Bethany Watson on Twitter, and she has these Persian cats, and one has only one eye, so it just, just looks like, her name's Minerva, and it just looks like she's winking all the time. Oh my god, that's I'll, so cute. I'll send you a picture, and then the other one is Loki, and he has like this super smushed like little Persian cat face. Oh, I it, love smushed faced animals. Oh my gosh, it's so smushed, and I think he makes like funny like noises because it's so smushed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's actually very cruel. Like smushed faced animals are very cruel. Uh, like in the overbreeding that's caused it, but I try not to think about that because they're just adorable. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that cannot be comfortable. They have a lot of health problems. Yeah, I mean, everything is literally like they're how they breathe is literally like mashed. <laughs> Well, that's like uh, Stephanie. Hey, Steph, because you're probably listening. Um, her pug, Mia, uh, like, because of how smushed her face is, she'll, like, hyperventilate and, like, turn blue. Like, her tongue will turn blue whenever she gets too freaked out. Like, she had to take her to the vet a couple times to get her seen because by the time they got there, she was so panicked they and couldn't like, do she anything. Can't, yeah, like, she can't. Yeah. Well, poor baby can't breathe. Yeah. So, you know, they're cute, but at what cost? That is true. So, I mean, I can't say anything. I have smushed face animals. I just mean, like, you know, it's something to be aware of. Yeah, like, whoever kind of started that is a little bit of a dick. Yeah, yep. So, wait, um, but I will... I sent you. What? Look at the text I sent you of the no. those cats I was talking about. This is so much easier when we're in the same room, guys. I know, I hate this. I'm, like, really over this. Oh my god, I love them! Aren't they cute? The white one. Oh. Yeah, so they said that's what Googles will do, too. Like, her hair will grow back. Now that she is not a bloody, pussy mess, <laughs> I will take a picture. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I will take a picture of her to post on our Instagram and Facebook. Because um, she's starting to get cuter now, and she's not a total fucking disaster anymore. It it didn't... She really didn't look bad in the pictures that you sent me. It was when you told me that when she would sneeze, like blood would spatter out i was like oh (laughs) my god no that is like a fucking horror movie oh it was awful i'd be like stop sneezing stop oh my god stop and she'd just sneeze all over and there's just blood everywhere Uh, no i couldn't i would be like um yeah i'm gonna have to tap out while you heal this has to be somebody else's problem yeah i mean honestly there's not much that grosses me out with them so i just deal they're your little babies. They are my babies. So. Um, well, for a padded room, I just wanted to give a Game of Thrones update because shit got real the past, like, three days that I've watched it. I'd just like you all to know that Becky texted me. I, I don't remember if everyone last week I had said about Shay kind of being a piece of shit. 
Um, and I and I didn't, I didn't believe you. I was like, no, like she's just misunderstood. I can't remember exactly what you said, but I was dead laughing. Like I fucking told you so. Yeah, oh my god! Like I knew, I knew that there must have been something for her for you not to like her. But I was just like, but I, I really do like. I think. <laughs> You literally just said in all caps, fucking Shay. And I was like, yup. Is a stupid C word and I hate her. That fucking little rat. Like, I don't, we, we haven't gotten to if it even is revealed. Like, did someone pay her to say that bullshit about Tyrion? Like, I don't know that yet. Fuck, I can't remember, honestly. I just remember being so pissed off. Probably. I don't know. Correct us, guys, because I can't. Guys and gals and non-binary pals. I have to stop saying guys. I keep doing it. Um, correct us if we're we're getting that wrong with uh, Shay, because I can't. I honestly can't remember, and I don't have the energy to Google it right now. No, and I don't. I don't want to. Like, I'm not going to because I don't want any spoilers. But um, that fucking bitch. But then, yeah, like over over the weekend when we were watching it. Like, we got, like, the Red Wedding. That was fucking brutal. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was a hurt piece. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but, it's a... Well, you told me this, but, like, we were talking with our other friends that are, like, super diehard Game of Thrones people, and they were like, yeah, just don't get attached to any character, because they're all gonna die. Yep. yep. <laughs> no one is safe. And then literally the next morning, it was, like, Sunday morning, we were watching it, and, like, those, like, that whole family was wiped out almost. Yep. 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 Yeah, I'm not diehard. I just enjoyed the show. Um, but, yeah. That's, you have so much more to go. Oh, wait, well, the best part, I have never, I'm telling you, I have never been so happy to see a character die as when Joffrey fucking bit it. I will just say the name again. Ramsey fucking Bolton. Oh, wait. He did... No, Ramsey's... He's... He is a piece of shit. Is he in Winterfell yet? Uh, no. <laughs> I did make a really funny joke, though. Oh, that, um... Who's the guy he was torturing? Uh... Oh, fuck. What's his name? Are we Theon? talking about the same dude? Yes, Theon, yeah. Yeah, yes. Theon was the original dick in a box. Oh my god. Oh, that's horrible. That's horrible. <laughs> Fuck. Feel free to use that as a as a title. Yeah. Yep. You will uh you will feel that same sense of relief eventually for Ramsey. So. Oh yeah, he I mean, oh, he's a complete piece of shit. And it broke my heart because the last episode that we watched, like Theon's sister came to break him out and he's like he's been so like brainwashed yeah they yep. wouldn't even go and like oh i'm just like you poor little bastard i didn't really like you at the beginning but now i just feel fucking like you're just pitiful mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah the- theon goes back and forth where you're just like you fucker i don't like but... hate him though like like joffrey i i'm telling you that i like usually can find some even sense of empathy for like characters like even draco malfoy i could see some of the good in him like i didn't always hate him 
Um, but Joffrey, I was like, me and Joe just looked at each other and we were like, good. <laughs> like, we were yeah. so happy that he yep. fucking choked on his puke or whatever. Yeah, it's, you're gonna, I, I don't know, I, I can usually find something good about characters, but there are certain characters that you just, you can't, like. Oh, despicable. Like Umbridge. You can't do it. Can't do it. Piece of yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, Umbridge so. is terrible, um. She definitely, she's, she's bad. But I don't know, something about Joffrey, like, his just, he was so, Oh, yeah. Ugh, he was so, like, there was just, every, everything in the book, like, complete disrespect to women, to, like, mm-hmm. he, he was, like, talk about, like, like, cruelty to animals. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yep, I'm just gonna let you ride it out. Okay, I'll keep you up. Um, yeah, and keep me posted on it, cause, um. Yeah, it's pretty fucking rough. Um, I love that padded room lately because we are so like isolated. Has been TV shows. And oh movies. my god, TV shows and like your animal. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was actually gonna bring something different to the table that I found. There is a guy. I have to find his name. Um. But apparently his father left whenever he was very young. So he never had a dad to teach him how to do dad stuff. So what he did was made a YouTube channel whenever he grew up and had his own kids. Where he teaches people how to do stuff that your dad would normally teach Oh, I saw this. Yeah, isn't it it like called like, hey dad, how do you or something like that? Yes. Yep. And I just think that is so wholesome. It's so cute. (laughs) Um, and I just, I love, I love that because it's just, it's just, I don't know. I just love it. I just think it's very sweet. Um, there was also, did I talk about Snoop last week? Mm. I don't think I did. No. So there was like a, a, a nursing home in a oh, town. No, you didn't. But I, you tagged me in it and I had already seen it. <laughs> Yeah, so we all know that I have an undying love for Snoop Dogg. Um, Uncle so Snoop. Uncle Snoop, he's m- my man. Um, so there was a nursing home uh, in some town, and they said that they were going to have to cancel uh, one of the concerts because COVID-19, and one of the little old ladies had a sign that was like, I want to see Snoop Dogg. <laughs> and I was like, if that isn't going to be me. Yeah, that was so pure, and I and like, well, I think he responded. Yes, he did, and he like reposted it. I was like, Snoop, you the best. Yeah, like I can't. I I wish I knew. I can't remember what he said because it was really cute. Um, but I really hope that he reaches out to her. Snoop Dogg, like, um, I just I don't know. I just loved it. I just thought it was fantastic and adorable. Um. I'm on his uh, Instagram. Here, I found it. Um, yeah, so it was a, a woman at the nursing home uh, during a parade that said, she had a sign that said, I want to see Snoop Dogg. <laughs> and Snoop Dogg reposted this on his Instagram account and replied, on my way, Granny. <laughs> I love that. That's so cute. So, just very wholesome. Um, and, yeah, so that was that was all. I just thought that was cute. I sincerely hope that she gets her wish. I do too, because it's just so precious. Like, 
everyone loves Snoop. How can you not? Like, I just want them How to, like, dance not? together. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just want, like, I want her to get to meet Snoop and just be super happy about meeting Snoop, because who the fuck wouldn't? What, what day does it say that he posted that? It was, like, seven days ago. I'm trying to find it on his Instagram, because I just want to look at it again. I don't know. I'll see if I can. It might, I don't know if he just posted it on, a, like, a story. Yeah, I'm not sure. I just happened to come across that and was like, that's the most wholesome shit. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Yeah. On... <laughs> that's so adorable. I want to see Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah, it's just so precious. Um, and then I have some animals for everybody. Okay. We're going to focus on marsupials today. Um, let me give you the names. Um, Bilbies. Bil- so it's B-I-L-B-I-E-S. Okay. Aw. <laughs> Those are pretty cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... And it just looks like a like a little field mouse, but with bigger ears and snout. Mm-hmm. It's they they're like the bunnies of Australia, is what I read. Oh, okay, yeah, they're a little bunnyish. Yeah, um, a a betong. I'm probably saying that wrong. B e t t o n g. Okay, kind of uh, kind of mousy, squirrely. Mm-hmm. Like um, giant like feet. <laughs> yeah, g- gigantic feet. Like flipper feet. That's <laughs> okay. So c- c- picture a cross between a kangaroo, a squirrel, and a mouse. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, the ground couscous. C C U S C U S. Okay, they look like they look like constantly bewildered. Mm-hmm. So me. Yep. Um, and the quokka. So it's Q U O K K A. Oh, he looks so happy. Mm-hmm. They always look like that. Um, (laughs) there's this one picture i found with him like photo bombing like next to this next to a kid Mm -hmm. oh i'm gonna save this we should post this so i really do need to start posting all the animals so people don't have to google them as i'm talking about them um maybe we'll add that we'll have animal wednesdays or some shit oh that would be yeah that'd be fun i'm gonna i am gonna save this picture because i think it's really funny i'll I'll send it to you yeah, we should do that so that we don't have to make people work. Because this is not about looking shit up. <laughs> yeah, who wants to work? Yeah, so I will, uh, I'll start that this Wednesday. You'll get pictures of these animals. So, yeah, anything cool. else? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, we're going to be recording some new bonus content um, soon. So you'll be getting that. Uh, I did post t-shirts. Yes, do the giveaway. Uh, yeah, yep. Oh, yeah, and the, well, the giveaway, by the time you all hear this, we'll have chosen the winners of the sticker giveaway. Oh, well, fuck, you better have done the giveaway. 
Yeah. Um, we are entertaining the idea of doing a t-shirt giveaway. Um, so we'll see how that goes, but we do have t-shirts for sale. Um, I have them posted on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, send us a message if you want one shipping is included. Um, wear our shit, get us out there, help, help us, uh, branch out a little bit. So, and just wear a cool ass logo. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Cool. Oh, send us shit. Yeah. To do, you know what I'm saying? That's cool. That sounded. That sounded like send us your shit. We want your shit. Please don't send us like actual shit, but like you know, send us your feces. Yeah, I don't actually want your shit. Send us your stories, please. Um, just say hi. We're lonely and bored. Um, so we want to hear from you. Yep, you can reach us at Chardonnay and DNA at gmail dot com. Um. On Facebook, Chardonnay and Sign DNA, and Instagram, Chardonnay and DNA, and the Twitter that we rarely use, uh, Chardonnay, <laughs> at Chardonnay DNA. <laughs> the Twitter that we rarely use. Listen, I can only do so much during this season of quarantine, and Twitter's just not fucking one of them. Twitter has never been something I could do, so... I did it for a while, like, in high school, college, and then I was like, you know what, I don't care this much about anything that these fuckers have to say. (laughs) It's just a dumpster fire all the time. It really is. It is. It's just an overwhelming dumpster fire. (laughs) Yeah, so I just kind of avoid it. I try. We'll see what happens. I mean, not that anything else is that much better, but, like... It's at least a more user-friendly dumpster fire. Yeah, yeah. So... But okay. Oh yeah, you said the email and the website. Yes, yes. Oh, no, I didn't say. I always goddamn forget the website. Chardonnayanddna.com, y'all. That's it. That's okay. the one. Easy enough for me to remember. I'll, I'll, I'm committing that to memory as of now. It's it's our name with .com. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> so, all right. Thanks for tuning in. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Bye.